Good morning, y'all. It's good to see y'all today on this wonderful feast day of St. John Vianney, a super powerful priest in our church, the diocesan priest, right? This, he is the image of diocesan priest. What it means for me to be a priest, he's the guy I look to. He's a superstar. Um, why is he a superstar? Why is he the patron saint of diocesan priest? I mean, there was nothing really special about him, right? He was really kind of a short guy from France and ours. Um, he was your nobody in the seminary. This was a guy that flunked out of seminary three times, right? This was a guy who was so desperate that he couldn't get Latin, he couldn't understand it, that he was found in the chapel many times with the tabernacle door open and his head inside the tabernacle. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, yeah, like this was, there was nothing really that was stellar about this guy. He wasn't your poster child, right? Matter of fact, he wasn't very pleasing to the eyes. He had very funny features, I guess you would say. Um, so he's not that, that guy that you would have looked at and said, he would be an ace on our team. <clears throat> but he's the patron saint of Dawson Priest. Why? Well, because of his holiness. Because he was an incredibly holy man. Um, he was sent out to a little town called Ars. Nobody knew where Ars was. Matter of fact, whenever he was walking to get to it, he got lost in the middle of the countryside. And some little kid appeared, like, appears to him. Some little boy comes to him. And he asks for him, where's Ars? And the little kid points. There's a beautiful statue in Ars with him and this little boy pointing. Ars is that way. Ars was a nothing town. This was the parish church that you sent a priest to that you just wanted to forget about him. Right? He was that priest. There was nothing really special about him. He wasn't a dynamic preacher. Um, he didn't have all these wonderful skills that we think priests need to have. He wasn't a great administrator. He was just a holy priest, a very humble priest. But yet demons feared him. Matter of fact, there was an exorcism that was going on one time, and the demon that was possessing the person actually said, if there was one more priest with the holiness of John Vianney, his world would be over. Just one more priest like John Vianney, Satan's reign would have to end. John Vianney was an amazing priest, um, but what made him so amazing was simply uh, his, his love for Jesus. I'll never forget, um, whenever I was first ordained a priest, uh, I was at St. Luke's. And um, I wanted to, they hadn't had confession offered before daily masses in years and years at uh, St. Luke's right down the road. And so I started offering confessions. And week after week, I would sit in the confessional and nobody would come. Nobody came. It was the saddest thing. And I'm this young priest. I'm fired up. I couldn't wait to hear confessions. And I'm offering it. Offer it and they shall come, right? That's what they would tell us. Offer it and they're going to come. Well, I kept offering confessions. Nobody came. I remember within my first couple of months sitting in the confessional, which was really, honestly, it was a broom closet. They had no confessional in the church. And so I took the broom closet and I took everything out and I made that into my confessional. And I remember sitting in the confessional with day after day, nobody coming. And I just had this overwhelming sorrow in my heart. I just sat in there and I wept. Just desiring for people to come and receive mercy. <clears throat> and as a young priest, I didn't know what the world was going on. Like, why am I crying? This is stupid. <laughs> but, uh, but I understood it to be the priestly heart coming alive inside of me and feeling the desire Jesus had to pour out mercy upon people and forgive them of their sins. 
And so that priestly character was coming alive inside of me. So now fast forward to St. John Vianney. I'm nowhere as close to the guy. John Vianney sat in the confessional in ours for eight years and nobody came. Not one. But he stayed faithful to showing up and going to confessional even though he knew nobody was going to come. He would celebrate Mass, maybe one person in the pew. He wasn't drawing people in. Like I said, he wasn't your stellar guy. But he was faithful. And so he began fasting on potatoes. John Vianney fasted on potatoes for the salvation of the souls of his parishioners. Breakfast, lunch, and supper. For years. Was faithful to go into the confessional for eight years and never one person coming in. All of a sudden what happens is a little boy in the town got sick. And they knew that John Vianney would be in the confessional all by himself. And so they took the little kid to John Vianney to ask him to pray over him. John Vianney prayed over this little kid and he was instantly cured. So all of a sudden, whoa, now he's a miracle worker, right? So everybody wants a piece of John Vianney at this point. So his church started filling up and people started coming back to the confession. He's the patron saint of diocesan priests. He's a patron saint of confessors. Why? Because at this point, the sacrifices that he made paid off a hundredfold. That he would sit in the confessional for 10, 15, 16 hours every day hearing confessions nonstop. For years on end. Matter of fact, it was so incredible that France put a railway from Paris to ours. Because so many people were pilgrimaging there to go to confession. Could you imagine... You pass up a whole lot of churches in France just to go to that one priest. That's the kind of man that John Vianney was. As I said, Satan feared him. I was there last summer. And, uh, and you can go through his house. Super, super simple little house. You see the cassock he wore, the boots that were all ragged out that he had, his little hat. Um, you see all of it. But what you also see is the bed he slept in, which was torched by Satan. One night Satan lit his bed on fire. He hated John Vianney so much. There were many, many times that the enemy would appear to him and just beat him to a pulp, <laughs> similar to Padre Pio, right? And so, but John Vianney didn't let his faith waver. Matter of fact, there was one point where Satan tried so many tactics to dissuade John Vianney and to discourage him and get, the, get him out that he couldn't do anything more to him except try to keep him awake at night. So Satan would sit next to his bed and do this. All night long. They said John Vianney rolled over and looked at him one day and he was like, oh, it's just you. And he turned around and fell back asleep. <laughs> Satan feared him, but he did not fear Satan because he knew who he was. It was said that John Vianney, he fasted so much on potatoes that by the end of his life he couldn't speak. His tongue had gone raw. Right, And so he would literally get up at the pulpit and he would just mummer and he would just try to say stuff and it wouldn't come out and he would weep from the pulpit and the love from his heart would be felt palpably through the congregation. And so a reporter came to ours one day to find out what all the ruckus was about. And they approached, they approached one of the parishioners that was coming out and they asked him, they said, why do you come to ours? Why do you come here? He said, why do you come to listen to this man preach? You can't even preach anymore. And the guy looked at him and he said, I don't come to listen to a man preach. I come to watch a man burn. John Vianney burned with the love of God. 
so powerfully that people were attracted. He was a bright light in the midst of a very dark era of our history. John Vianney was a man who burned with a passion for Jesus, so much so that people came from all over France to, just to see him, just to hear him, just to have their sins absolved from him. John Vianney was indeed a very, very, very powerful man in our church. And he's one that we should pray to for all of our priests. If there was one more priest like John Vianney, Satan's reign would be over. You see, not only does Satan hate priests, he also fears priests. And there's a bullseye on us. Right? And so we need your prayers. Without your prayers, we can't. We, it makes a, I can't say we don't, can't do what we do. We can do what we do by God's grace, but, but your prayers help protect us. Young men that are discerning for the priesthood, your prayers help them in their discernment. That's what the gospel is about. Ask the harvest master to send out laborers for the vineyard. We need more John Vianney's. We need more priests. We need men who are going to burn with God's love to the point that they're going to ignite other people's hearts. We need these men. And Satan will always try to pull those guys away. And usually he tries to pull them away with some pretty little thing before they go to seminary. <laughs> it's always a struggle. So it's really important for us that we storm heaven's gates for your priest and for your seminarians. Right? Ask John Vianney to send us those men. Pray for your priest today. Um, this is a big day for us as priests because it holds up a model for us uh, which is very difficult to attain. But <laughs> you're laughing at me. Right? <laughs> but it, but it, it, it is possible, right, um, for that grace to be given to us. So, so pray for your priests today. That's all I'm asking. Um, it's a special day for us. And pray for your seminarians. Um, today is Chad's last day over here at St. Thomas. He leaves Saturday to go to St. Ben's for the first time. Um, and so he had a big old yes that he gave to the Lord, and now his adventure is going to begin. So I don't think it's any coincidence that his last Mass here, he came to Nichols for two years, his last Mass here um, is on the Feast of St. John Vianney. Pretty cool. So, um, so yeah. I could tell you so many stories about John Vianney, but I'll stop right there. Know that he is a very powerful intercessor. Pray for us today. Pray for our seminarians. And uh, he will also, Zach will also be leaving Saturday to go to Notre Dame. Um, so y'all's prayers are being answered. Yeah, they are. They really are. So thank y'all for your prayers. God bless you.